Everybody, this is the Georgia Songbirds, and we are here with Justin Riley from Eight Days Sober. Introduce yourself, Justin. Hello, my name is Justin from Eight Days Sober. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, Justin Riley is my name, the one and only. And so you guys are a band out of Kentucky, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you guys, I all do audio, so you can't see his cone hat that he's wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Wow. Uh, it's okay. warm. It's it's definitely it helps with uh, keeping the brains warm this time of year. So yeah, because if I had better internet, I promise you this would be a video, and I would put that stuff up there, and everybody could see it. We'd go live on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> but man, I'm I'm out in, I'm out in the booms, and it, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> there you go man that's fine that's fine they could just envision it then just use their imagination right um so tell everybody kind of the band how i got started what what all you guys do well um how it originally started it it, it's basically uh a duo group and then we have like as far as singing uh it's me and another guy elijah jarvis um we started the band and um we actually was working at a rehab for teenage boys. Okay. So me and him worked there as, uh, you know, techs, um, and we would play music for the, the, the boys there, uh, to help them get their mind off things or help them with whatever. <clears throat> and, um, you know, then, you know, someone pulled out their phone once and recorded us playing and, uh, put it on Facebook and it went kind of semi-viral or whatever and um so we started we started a band i guess <laughs> people people was uh shouting at us wanting us to play uh these venues and we we didn't even have a set list or nothing we just we just played for the kids you know so we had to come up with a name and that, that's pretty much where the name eight day sober comes from which is uh kind of from the shakespeare a day and forever or eight days a week through the beatles you know forever sober um so that's basically how that came to be and then from there we just started we haven't slowed down since we just kept booking ever since so that's, that's um, good now how, how many yeah. are in your band you said it's a duo right do you have guys that kind of come in and out as musicians or yeah we have had some switch over uh it's always been me and elijah the duo and we do a lot of duo stuff but now we have a uh, full band it's a five piece um and they're they're some of the best um the best uh, musicians out there. We have uh, Keith Flora on electric guitar, uh, John Watts on uh, drums, and then Aaron White on bass guitar. And Aaron also sings a little backup uh, baritone harmony. Okay. Now, so. you guys are, I'm looking at your, your stuff. You're kind of, it's not really bluegrass. I know a lot of people say you can't really define a genre, but what do you guys mainly, what do you guys consider yourself? Well, now, what I love about it is, and I think it's a perfect time for it because, you know, used to genres was very closed off. So you was either one or the other. And I think now nowadays things are starting to blur a little bit. And some think, some think that's a good thing. Some think it's a bad thing. But I think it's I, I classify it as an opportunity to explore different things. Um, I grew up in bluegrass. <clears throat> of course, I play banjo. Mm-hmm. And I love harmony, you know, so I bring that kind of thing with me. But then, you know, everybody in the band is from like a different background. A lot is more country. Um, uh, Keith Flores, more reggae kind of, you know, style. 
And so we all bring a different influence. <clears throat> but, you know, a lot of people see the banjo and automatically assume it is bluegrass. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what, what I would classify it as is, is uh, more of a Kentucky roots rock kind of sound, I guess. Um, but we play a lot of country ba- uh, country venues, so. Okay. Whatever floats floats the name there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my band got covered as a. We went and did a show. It was a, and we got told we were a Charlie Daniels cover band, and we only knew one song of Charlie Daniels. I'm like, they know we're not a cover band, right? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the same thing with the banjo. I mean, which I'm fine with it. I'll 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 rip off on some old uh you know Foggy Mountain or whatever if they want me to. So, but uh, but yeah, we 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 explore. If you hear our our music, it's more. It's more of a country sound, I think, uh, than anything, I think. So, yeah. And we'll listen to a couple of songs here. I always let you guys hear it. What I normally do is I'll share the screen with you. Uh, so you can see the Spotify and you just tell me whatever song you want to play and we'll interject them into, to the show. And then what I do is like I said, this is all pre-recorded. So once, uh, you guys are up, I'll let you know, I'll send it to Larry or I can send it to you and let you know, Hey, it's coming out. So-and-so date and we'll put your music in there. And what I always do with that too is once your um, once your uh, interview comes out, then what we'll do is your song. I'll put a song into uh, the weekly top ten countdown that I do every week um, onto the podcast. It'll be it'll be sent out to multiple radio stations and I think like sixty one countries total that will play. That's it. awesome. That's and awesome, man. It's all fan based votes. So I mean, if you want to stay week to week, they got to vote for you. If not, right. it's always exposure. It's just fun. Kind of fun way. To oh yeah, it. yeah. That's a great thing that you're doing, man. I, I like it. Well, like I said I've been I've been writing. I'm 45 years old, and I've been writing since I was 15. And my band, I called it Middle. Uh, yes, ma'am, stands for middle aged men. And we always say there our music. Is, <laughs> we always say our music is mutt music. That's why I always like to ask people to watch them squirm <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, there you go, man. That's a good way to look at it. But it's it's fun. I mean, I, I understand just trying to get get your music heard, and I want to any way I can help, I do it. This is my way of helping. I mean, I, I started this twenty nineteen, and it's I'm honestly I don't think nobody want to talk to me. So fine, I've I've been doing this for how many years now, and it's it's blown up. So I get to meet people like that's you said. awesome. That's good, man. It's like and and you'll meet a lot of people like that more than than not when you're out in the you know, local music scene or whatever, most mm-hmm. people just want to, to help each other. And, and just, I mean, most people are just good hearted musicians that try to help each other and, and uplift each other. And I, I think it's a great thing. we got a great community here in Kentucky. Yep. <coughs> Do you know, last year we did a Georgia versus Kentucky showdown. Did, did you know that? I did not. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a really cool time though. You guys whooped our ass. It was, <laughs> it came down to, it was uh, Clark Sexton. Um, Lance Rogers, um, Josh Mitchum, and we the we had the one from Georgia, Maria. There, sorry, was the final four, and Clark took the whole thing home. But there's a lot of Kentucky songwriters. You guys are great yeah. music. I there. like Clark, man. He's he's a good dude, man. I like old Clark Six. Yeah. So I, I was, I, and I want. I, I shouldn't say I'm surprised, but I mean I'm I'm in Georgia, so I know the Georgia scene. But that's why I do it, the Georgia versus, so we can see other artists. I get to put eight songwriters versus Georgia and eight songwriters from another state, and put them a little friendly head to head competition. And there was so ain't, ain't many. nothing wrong with a little friendly competition, right? No, I, I love competition. I know people say, "Oh, it's music, it's subjective." You know what? That's fine, but come on, you got to be a little bit competitive. Yeah. Well, it pushes you to do it, it. If it pushes you to do something better, 
that you otherwise wouldn't have had, then it it's accomplished its goal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. I'll agree. I get the subjective part of it because I mean, yeah, it's I, what I like, what you like, maybe two different things. But you know, it's it's more of for songwriters. I think the problem is we get in our own ways sometimes. Is you've got to promote yourself, and that's kind of what yeah. I set it up for. Well, what I've always thought too is the you know nothing. Everything miraculous and, and, and interesting and, and fun happens outside your comfort zone. So always continually like to challenge yourself. And that's a great way to do it, you know, uh, and a fun way to do it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you say challenge because one of the things I, I like to do with guests is I give them a song challenge to, cause you, you mentioned about covers before I was reading some of your, your bio, uh, like I'll give you a cover of a song and you can do it or you don't have to do it. And it's no hurry when, when you send it to me, uh, but I'll give you a cover song and you do it your guys way. And then I'll post the video up on the TikTok and all that stuff and share it and, and tag, yeah. tag the artist. So sounds good, man. And I'll find a song. Now you, you guys do covers you said, right? So do you have one that you normally do? That's maybe not, you wouldn't expect you guys to do it. We got a bunch of those. Um, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting, especially at a, at a venue. Um, you know, I, I think it's interesting to pull those out to, to, um, go beyond someone's expectations or, or throw them a curveball. But yeah, we got several of those, you know, we do, um, I mean, some of them I can't say on here because <laughs> they're bar songs. Uh, but, uh, you know, we do sweet, sweet dreams by the rhythmics. Uh, we do, um, the chain by the Fleetwood Mac do, um, soak up the sun. I mean, there's just a bunch that we do. That's just kind of off the wall, you know, just fun. And then we'll throw some rap stuff in there. We do Eminem cover, lose yourself, you know, just, and then we, we put in there a few raps inside of it, like uh, West Philadelphia born and raised, you know, we put that in there just. I mean, it's whatever. We just go with it. So, um, but I think it's part of the fun, especially in a bar atmosphere when somebody knows the song and can sing along with the song. And then there's like, Hey, this, this band's playing this song, you know, and they start singing. Uh, and then, and then you just slide in an original song and be like, Hey, you know, here's, here's this. Mm-hmm. So slot it in there. They don't even notice. They're like, Hey, I like this. You know, right. it's funny because they're, they're really wanting to sing along with it. And, and, you know, after you play it and you get a, a few fans and everything, everyone is singing along. But at first, everybody's really wanting to. And you, you can tell they're drunk and they're just trying to mouth along to it and best they can, you know. And I, that touches my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys seem like a lot of fun. So I, I've got a perfect song for you guys because you said you do rap and you do different things. And you started mentioning some oh, female yeah. bands. Olivia Newton-John, Physical. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to try to pull it up right now to write that down, but you'll have to send it to I, me. I, I will send it to you. Leave you, Newton Johnson. So I don't I, forget. <laughs> I'd love to hear your guys' take on it. Any, any yeah, way you want to do it. That, that would be an interesting one to do. I'd love to do it. Um, so uh, one we just learned here a little bit ago was, uh, what what is it? Uh, tra- something train running. I don't remember the exact name of it now because my brain's, I guess, not working on all cylinders right now. But anyway, I, I love learning new covers. I think it's great. So the, you send always, it to me, we'll learn it. 
I'll send it to you and you can do it any way you want to. I see I everybody just heard this podcast. No, I'm not a big fan of covers just because I, I'm more original and I always oh, say yeah. I, I could never do a cover justice. I just couldn't. So if I'm gonna do a cover, I'm gonna change it and make it fit me. So that's exactly it's exactly the way you're supposed to do it. Do not like try to imitate and, and that's just my opinion. Everybody's got their own thing. Some people think, oh, well, it has to be exactly the same and, and that's fine, but I think it's more fun. Um, especially, I mean, if you're throwing banjo in there, it's already going to be totally different than, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm a big fan of original, uh, original music, you know, but you know, you go into these bars and you're playing music and stuff. It's, it's fun, you know, give them something to sing along to. Yeah. So I always try to make a game at it in the bars. Like if you can get to the song, guess the song before I get to the hook, I'll buy you a beer. If you can't you gotta buy me one. <laughs> and i usually do it when, when doves go. cry is a song that i hit them with because they i change it they don't know it hey do like, oh, original thing yep there you like, go it's like, oh, <laughs> do one you just wrote all right oh i do that afterwards <laughs> <laughs> they know there if they give me they're getting originals that's that's all they're getting because i love it i'll do a few but how, how long have you guys um are you guys got anything going on now like are you getting a new album going or anything we are. We have uh, we have a bunch of songs right now that we're um, that it's they're in the works. Some of them's already done. We just haven't released them. We're trying to figure out the exact approach. Okay. And I can't wait to get them out and let people hear them. Um, like some of them, I'm just super excited uh, because a lot of them is, you know, based off, you know, Kentucky, you know. Her, our, our heritage and Appalachian mountains and things. I just think it's, there's a lot to offer and, and, and what we got coming up. And I think I'm super excited about it. So, um, but we'll be probably first next year sometime. We'll, we'll have a, um, a plan on what we're going to do with releasing everything. So. Okay. And yeah, come back, um, send them to me. I'll play them for you. And also I do album reviews and it's not like, a typical album review. I'm not going to critique it. I just, that's my, it's my opinion. What the hell does it matter? What I think. So what we do is you come on back on and we'll listen to the song and you tell me the stories behind it. And that's, yeah. that's all I want to hear. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk yeah. and do, we'll shit in between, but you know, it's, that's all it is. And it's, it's more fun. I like doing those. Oh, I love that stuff, man. It's, it, it sounds like a, kind of like the bluebird routine, you know, it's, you sit down there and you hear the story, this, how the song came to be mm -hmm. is, it's some of the best times, man. Have you ever been to the Bluebird? Have you got to play there or been there? Yeah, I've played there uh, three times. Um, played there on a like actual ticketed show and then uh, played in the round, okay. I think, once. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool spot. I like that place, man. And it's crazy how just a small cafe like that mm -hmm. uh, becomes so, uh, I don't know, just – uh, embedded in in the um, the tourist thing and and the songwriter thing it has such a history too with so many people playing there it, it's it's crazy yep and i remember i got to play there once years ago and it was and and it is a small hole in the wall i had to call them i literally called them from the parking lot because i couldn't find the damn place <laughs> <laughs> it's like right next yeah, to the cleaner it's, it's just part of a shopping center thing you know mm -hmm. and I, it, it, you wouldn't think that that's what you know something with the history that it has would that's that's oh well that's it <laughs> you know 
and no no offense you know it's just it's very quaint and very uh uh intimate atmosphere that you just don't get at other places you play your song and everybody's just super quiet and listening they're there to hear your song you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so it it creates such a, a unique atmosphere that you just don't get other places it's it's great Right. And I'm glad that they lasted through COVID because, I mean, I know a lot of places got shut down with COVID. Oh, and yeah. Here in Georgia, Nashville, I'm sure Kentucky got hit too, right? We uh, we did. Uh, we actually did a, a fundraiser as soon as we could, you know, with all the, you know, the restrictions and things, um, you know, trying to follow the, the protocols and things. We did a, a live stream um called aid the industry we was part of that to try to uh several of these main bars that was having the small ones that was having problems we tried to raise money for them through a live stream um several bands was a part of that to help in the the kentucky um you know music scene and and that's what i was talking about we, we have, have a lot of friends and um the 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 community is really really nice up here so yeah, it seems to be. Like I said, we're doing the, the Georgia series, like I said, just meeting you guys and the ones that I did meet, that they seem to be a great community. And, and I love, and that's what I love about songwriting is I know people think about it, and some people are this way that, you know, it's, I know it's a business, but the aspect of it, as big as songwriting is, because it's worldwide, it, I mean, it's every, every state, every country has songwriters. The core of it is great people, just like, like, like yourself and the people that help and want to write and co-write and you know you got a network and that's that always comes up in these interviews because it is important it's probably one of the most important steps as a songwriter if you want to if you want to make it is to to talk to people meet other people absolutely um i yeah i couldn't have said it better man i mean especially co-writing is a great way to to bond with another musician um you know and and get a different perspective and it it always has helped me broaden uh, you know the songwriting you know because you get someone else's perspective on writing and the way they they approach writing it it's it's always good it's it's never been a bad thing you know and then you have that bond you have that song it's i i couldn't recommend it more and a lot of like you know, going places, getting new venues is just getting out there, meeting people and just networking. Like you said, that's, that's like 80% of it, uh, you know? Um, so yeah, I agree. Well, let's listen to one of your songs, Justin, which one you want to hear first. I'm going to share the screen so you can see it. Well, now I, I will say now which one, um, are we on the rate, uh, the radio? I think that one has a cuss word in it. So, <laughs> well, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not regulated like, um, like the regular people. <laughs> okay. So you're, well, you're good um, on that part. It doesn't matter whichever one you want to play. Um, okay. we could do, um, yeah, it don't matter whichever one. There we go. So yeah, I pulled up your your Spotify stuff so we can we can hear it. Now, the Devil Eyes that was one we did the first. Uh, we we still had a cajon player as one of the ones we first wrote, and we did it m- more in like in a home studio. So it's not as quality as the other ones. Mm-hmm. And that was one we did like two months after we started as a band. 
So I don't know if we want to play that one or not. <laughs> uh, writing it down like oh, devil eye. Okay, it's actually I'm not I'm not uh, ashamed of it at all. I like the the song, uh, but it's it's definitely a lot different than the other ones. We could we could play it if you want to. It don't matter to me. Okay, well I'm gonna go by t- I'll just go by titles then because I, I that's what you know you get a song that hooks you. What's the hook of the song? So by just right. looking right here at the top five, uh, whisper in the dark. Let's go with that one first. Okay. Now tell me a story behind that song. All right. So <clears throat> there was actually a, so Elijah had written the chorus with his dad. Okay. Um, and it was the idea about it was a guy that basically, um, you know, had had to commit suicide or what he he ended his life. It was actually one of his neighbors, Lodge's neighbors, and found his his wife, uh, you know, cheating on him or whatever. And the story is just in the lyrics or whatever. And then I wrote the the two verses, and the first verse is basically, you know, him finding what's going on. And the second verse is after he, you know, done the the deed and you could see the the flashing lights and everything, like as the ambulance arrives and I don't know, you'll just have to listen to it. It's 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 kind of a cryptic in the way that it's written though. Okay. Well I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mute us and I'm gonna play it. So as soon as you hear it, just give me a thumbs up so you can hear it.
like how the music tells I, I love solos i love musical instrumentations i love how that the music and that song tells a story oh yeah yeah it's and it's bluegrass so somebody's got to die you know that <laughs> oh yeah it's just i, I love the, the idea i mean it's it's a sad the reason why the song was wrote is just terrible you know but it's like the story had to be told and a lesson had to be learned you know maybe whatever some it means somebody something mm -hmm. to somebody that listens to it you know but uh but yeah i, I like it i think you could, you could put it like in a tv show too it's got a very sync kind of placement song sound to it yeah um but i i love it it's like both verses too it's like it's um too late done gone sunset's horizon so like it, it's over like the the relationship or whatever and then you know he basically drunk himself to death you know mm -hmm. so it's it's terrible man but it's uh that's how bluegrass is pretty much yes <laughs> yeah and uh those those uh old folky songs like that I, that's why i grew up on stuff like that my grandfather when i was a kid that's where i kind of learned music from was my, my papa he would teach me like the base he taught me the basic chords gcd it's all you needed so, you know, I learned that from him. And I just remember sitting on a boat while they're sitting there playing paycheck and cash and drinking and playing guitar the whole time. Oh, yeah, man. That's um, that's exactly what, what I've done. I mean, I grew up playing bluegrass, bluegrass gospel, you know, and, and uh, I mean, you just get around, everybody take a take a verse and, and then and take a, a lead part, <laughs> you know, take a swig, take a lead part. There's a song in that right there. There okay. is. I was just thinking that. Like, I got to write that down. Let's <laughs> right. make got, a note of it here. I got my notebook right here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, I mean, I love your guys' sound. I think it's cool shit. I just, you know, it's, it's, I like that. I like, I like sad music. I think songwriters appreciate sad music and sad songs more than anybody. They yeah. Just, I think they just do because I that's, know a lot that's of That's just what I respond to. Even, even like a, hardcore song it, it isn't even that has to have a touch of sad to it you know mm -hmm. um that's just the way i like it but well i mean with where the guy with especially with your guy's style the music is already sad so i mean you got might as well have a killer story to go with it too oh yeah right it's not like it's pop and it's making you dance you i guess you could dance with that if you up the tempo and you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, they do uh, i know right what rock does i'll take a sad song speed up the tempo put a great electric guitar into it and he's like hey do you know what you're dancing to that's that's a sad ass song that you're listening to oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh now, man you play banjo do you play anything else i play banjo and harmonica mostly uh that's what i do in the in the group and then i of course i sing okay. so uh but uh but yeah that's what i do uh we, i don't think we have any any songs that we've released that that you have there that have harmonica on it though but but yeah i do i do like the blues harp or whatever yeah you sent me a couple of them um i'm trying to see where what songs did you send me because i got them or there somebody sent them to me 
uh, Still on Steel and Hippie Green Eyes and Music Man. I was, was sent to me as well, too. Oh, man. Music Man's a great song, man. That's one one that I'm I'm excited to release. Um, okay. We haven't released it yet, but, you know, we're we, people. It's out there. Yeah. But we haven't released the actual recorded track yet, you know. Yeah, they sent me the live. If you want, we can play that one a little bit too. Because I mean, if you do, if you want to wait till it comes out, that's fine too. I have no problem. No, no, we we it's already out there anyway, so we can play it if you want. Okay, yeah, we'll get into it in just a few minutes in, and we'll listen more to it. Um, so you guys have been playing together for a couple of years. You started, you know, um, at the at the boys. Uh, you said it was a rec center for for uh, rehab, like a rehab center. Is that what it was? Yes, it was. Uh, you know the boys coming off drugs you know hard hard stuff meth and and things like that and uh i mean we're pretty much the meth capital of the world over here and uh these kids you know they they don't really have a chance they just get involved in stuff before they're even uh given a chance in life you know and yeah. it's just sad so but then you know they you know and i've worked at the treatment centers for people that's been there and now it's their 15th time you know yeah. 20th time you know and and you start to lose like they start to lose hope even though there is still hope but they you know you you could tell uh, hopefully you know you get them when they're first getting in there you can do make a difference and and hopefully you know before it goes too far before they hit rock bottom you know um but but yeah that's what it was it's a treatment center for young boys yeah, there's a there's a buddy of mine here in Georgia that does that. Uh, Aaron Tanner, he does it in South Georgia. Same thing. They're coming off drugs, and he takes the music and plays. And I just want to commend I commend him. I commend you guys. That's that's can't be easy. And you guys are volunteering your time and, and making a difference, not with just your music, but you know you're touching these people's lives. And I commend you for that, brother. That's that's really really hardcore and really good of you. I I, I mean it's uh it needs needs more awareness and needs more but I, I appreciate it you know I, I enjoyed doing it um you know it's was, it was very rewarding and 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 sometimes um it's very you know it's to see the results to see see some of them do really good but some of them just not not get there you know yeah. but um but yeah I imagine you play some music for them too right yeah, that's what we would do. We'd sit there and we'd play music. Uh, I actually finished writing a song while I was there called Long Way Back Home. And it talks about, you know, you know, my journey. I, I, you know, I I'd, I'd do well in the, the recovery centers or whatever. I've been there, done that. You know, I've had my history. And so it's like, you know, being able to relate that to them and maybe make a difference, you know, and, and, you know, through a song or whatever is pretty nice. So, right. and that's what I love about music is you can, it, even if you don't understand the words, even, even like, I've, and I've said this before, I've had people here from uh, West Africa and I've had that did reggae that spoke French and I couldn't understand a damn word yeah. they were saying, but I could feel it. <laughs> I could feel it in the music. And it was funny because me and him had a conversation. I said, you know what, between your accent and mine, nobody's going to understand what we're saying, but we can listen to the music and, and that will be, they'll understand that and that's right that's, right that's what i love about music i think it i think it's cool heck yeah man i agree it's so, like a universal language for sure who kind of inspires your guys sound i mean you got your own sound obviously but who do you guys look up to and who do you guys kind of uh, well take? i think it's different for every one of us uh 
myself, I have, um, as far as vocals go, Freddie Mercury's the man. Uh, you know, even though I grew up in bluegrass, bluegrass gospel, uh, one of my, my guys I looked up to as far as banjo was Don Reno, Red Smiley, but Don Reno on the banjo, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bella Fleck on banjo. Um, just several, I don't know, man. Um, I could go on and on to just influences and, and people that you look up to a lot of local artists that I look up to and, you know, um, that's been an inspiration, you know, I, I think, uh, been very lucky to be able to meet a lot of the best musicians I've ever heard in my life, you know, right here in Kentucky. Yeah. So, but I think you ask each one of us, that would be a different answer, but, you know, I think a lot of this this area, and I'm sure you can say the same thing, influences the the type of music and the soul that comes out of a music, the the area, the 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 mountains and the 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 drug problem, just everything, just it comes out the 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 religion, like everything bleeds out into music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, like, not just people, but the area itself influences your your sound and and your style. So, and you, you, you said something about the local artist and I usually ask that toward the end, but because you mentioned it now, we'll go and ask it. I'll ask it now. I'm always big about paying it forward. That's one of the things that like when I do these shows, I only ask for two things of, of my guest. One is pay it forward, you know, find me a singer, songwriter, a local artist, somebody that needs to be heard and I'll talk to them and I don't care where they're at in their journey. If they're just starting, if they've been playing for a hundred years, I don't care. Send them my way. We'll talk to them. We'll get them some inspiration. And of course, the other thing is just share it with as many people as you can. Cause that's, Absolutely. that's how you get music heard. You just share it. Yep. So who are some of the local ones that you, that you like? Uh, one of the, uh, one of my, well, I consider him a friend as well. Donovan Howard. He's actually helped me write a song here recently called uh Cherokee moon. Okay. Uh, and I'm excited to work it up, you know, with the band and everything. Um, uh, there's several friend of mine, uh, Chris, Chris Bentley. He plays with Sunday best. He's been a big inspiration to me, a good friend. Um, shoot. I can think of my mind goes blank, man. Uh, Josh Bogard, Eldon Huff. Um, I, I mean, I could, I couldn't sit here and name everybody for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, reason, uh, too many. the reason I ask is I started the radio station too. I got the podcast that we do everything. Uh, I send it through iHeart, I Spotify, all that stuff where we do the interviews and the album reviews and everything else. But I started a radio show, an online radio station, Georgia Songbirds Radio, obviously. And what I want to do is I would love to get, I'm trying to get it built up so that I got a following and stuff like that. But what I want to do is I want to have like a year long kind of like a tribute for songwriters, singer songwriters, local bands, artists. And what I want to do is each week I'm going to highlight a different state and just play like from 12 to three and six to nine, whatever, and play all these artists, songwriters that are from Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, everywhere, and just do it week to week and like highlight that state. And so that's why I always, that's another reason I ask is so I'll get all these and I'll look them up and I've heard of Sunday's best. They came up, they've been mentioned before um, yeah. and play their music and just, just get them as much exposure as I possibly can. No. Yeah. They, um, 
you know, a Dylan Jasper, I could, I could send you a list, you know, if you, if like when you send me that info on that song, you want, yeah. want us to cover, I, I can send you a list. Uh, once I actually think about it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I could definitely do that. That That's what I want to hear. I'll do it. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> Sounds good. let's do another song. Which one you want to hear next? You want to do music man now? Uh, we do music man. Um, one one of the ones that I wrote was uh, "Long Way Back Home," which is the one I was talking about. Um, but either one of those be good. So long, oh, long way. Is it on the Eight Day Sober album? Yep, yeah, okay. it should be there. Then let's do that one. We'll do that one right now. Like yeah, said, and then maybe if we can get Music Man in too, that'd be great because it's a great song. Yeah, normally what I but do is how much um, time we got. So I, much time as you want. I, I'm. <laughs> it's like six hours later hey conversations with people when they're they're going and having a good time listening to music i I get long-winded so (laughs) yeah i got a podcast myself man i love sit i I love talking and uh love it man what's your podcast go ahead and give a shout out uh world's okayest podcast we talk about like conspiracies uh you know science you know scientific stuff uh, we also have musicians, local musicians on there sometimes. We, well, I haven't had a, uh, my buddy that I do it with, he's, he's been down for a little while, so we haven't done anything in a, a, a bit, but it's, it's just something I do for fun. So, okay. Now that you mentioned that after this song, we're going to dig into that a little bit because okay, we'll have, we'll have a, a, a podcast and a podcast. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Let's do it. We might as well have a good time. All right. So go ahead. Uh, tell me it's long way, right? Tell me the story behind it. A uh, long way back home. I actually started writing the song um, a little bit before I actually recorded it, even before I even met Elijah. But I never could finish the song because I don't think the it was. I don't think it was the story had been written yet. Okay, if that makes any sense. And then I was able to finish the second verse once I had the story to finish it. But it's basically a story of how I started playing music and and church and then you know and, and from there and how 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 the cookie crumbles i guess <laughs> and so is this one it says long way right that's yours yeah just long way yeah. okay perfect right, i'm gonna mute us again and play it just give me a thumbs up when you hear it gotcha sir Listening to the preacher Singing songs about the grace and the love of God And my mama always wanted me to be The best in anything that I ever wanted to be So I played banjo in a bluegrass band I worked hard for a living forever down thing I had I drank a lot of bourbon And I smoked a lot of dope Well I believe a man will always reap what he sows Cause I admit I've got my demons But the devil he can't take my soul Started. 
That you yeah, singing? it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's yeah. a little different. That's more country, but you have a very good voice. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you. I always make my notes right here, so I know what to when I am listening to it. It's like, oh, let me hear this, and because that's different than the other one. And that's what see, I like that about albums. Like, I know a lot of people when they put their albums and stuff together, they want to make it in a theme. I've never been yeah. good at doing that. I'm too squirrely. I go every which way. So. <laughs> I like everyone to be a little different because they're all different, uh, different stories, you know? Yeah. You um, mentioned it. I'm, I'm more blues kind of rock stuff that I do. And when he had another singer in the band, he would, he's more R and B. So we did one song, like a reggae song. Uh, and then we got another one, like a blues song right behind it. Hell yeah, man. I like that. Have you ever did bluegrass with reggae? Man, I've played pretty much with it, with every different style on a banjo and i one of the things i love the most is blues uh on a banjo and it's just so it, it's it's so much fun but um like i said uh our guitar players big into reggae r&b kind of kind of thing you know mm -hmm. but i've played with heavy metal i've played with everything in the world because i just don't call nothing i just go for it so <laughs> what is that band um I can't think, you know what? I can't think of the name they did. Cause you mentioned about rap covers and stuff too. Right. So it was, uh, Hazy Dixie. That's who it was. Oh yeah. 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 I like, I like them. I like them. Um, let's see what they, they got a, they got a bunch of good ones, uh, mm -hmm. that they cover. Um, I remember well, they Juice. Bohemian, <laughs> I think they did Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Yeah, man. You got to look that up. I, I definitely gonna look that up. Let me write that down. They killed it. I've I've been wanting to cover that myself, uh, in in this group, and I think I think we're almost there. But. We do you, now. Does your bandmates do like mine and throw out some of the weirdest covers? Hey, let's cover this song right here. Have you got yeah, that? And I never say no. 
I was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, one was wagon wheel. I was like, I'm not doing wagon wheel. You can forget wagon wheel. I'll do free yeah, bird well, before I do wagon wheel. Wagon wheel already anyway, you know, <laughs> but uh, what we do at a show, I mean, you know, if they put money in the tip jar, we'll play it. You know, we're there to make money anyway. So, right. but otherwise, nah. <laughs> Nah, yeah, wagon wheel. You're gonna have to tip me like really, really big. Throw me a hundred dollars. I'm, I, yeah. I'll do it, and I'll butcher it for yeah, you. The, but <laughs> that's what Elijah says all the time. He'll say, um, hundred dollars, and we'll do. You know, Freebird. If somebody holler out Freebird, I says hundred dollars, and we'll do it. <laughs> you know, that's twenty bucks a piece. That's not bad for a son. Right. Has anybody done it? Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. It, we've had we've had it done. I don't know how many times. You know, people drinking. And um, they'll take up a collection. Everybody tr- contribute twenty bucks or five dollars, and uh-huh. then they'll bring it up there and hand it to us and say, "Play it." And then we'll ha- and when we announce it over the the mic, you know, it everybody just erupts and like, "Yeah, we did it!" You know, <laughs> it's like it's all just a game, you know, and fun. So See, everybody wins. That to me, that's that's the best part about being in a band. Because I think singer songwriters, I mean, it's great to do that because you're sitting in the rounds and you're kind of doing your format. But when you're at a venue and you're playing as a band and people are just throwing stuff at you to do do this, do that, we get yeah. we got a what was that? Dobie Gray all the time gets thrown at us. Do Dobie Gray, you know, yeah. all the time. What's yeah, the, man. What's the weirdest request you've ever got? Probably, uh, it, it, I don't know if this is the weirdest. Um, gin and juice. <laughs> they know and, AC Dixie too. <laughs> yeah. And so we did a lot of stuff that's similar. Mm-hmm. You know, so they was automatically they've they've heard that that other version that's kind of country with the mandolin or whatever mm-hmm. of uh of that song. And so they've come up and asked us and I actually do know it, so we did it. But um I don't think I don't know if I could think of like the weirdest, but um but I, I you know that was kind of in line with what we was doing. We was doing a lot of crazy off the wall stuff. And they was like, Hey, do you happen to know this? And I was like, yeah, get up and sing it with us. <laughs> See, I, I'm glad you said that. Some, some people like in a band, like, Oh, I don't want people up there singing. I'm like, I don't mind if, if, if I don't have to sing it and I got to bring it and they want to come up and sing. Yeah. And tip it right well, we, there and come up and sing. Yeah. We, we both sung it together. I shared a mic with them. It was, it was a great time that we had an arm around each other. We just having a great time and everybody was feeling it. And one of the things I, I that excites me is a lot of people think that, um, especially in a bar, people don't come to hear a perfect show. They come to feel something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that they're there just to feel something because they've worked all week or whatever. Um, if they can feel leaving there feeling something, then you've done your job. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So if you if you mess up a little bit, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, they're not really listening. They're drinking anyway. <laughs> yeah exactly like i said especially in that atmosphere you know it's different when you get places like blue bird or whatever they're there to hear and to explore a journey in that song you know mm-hmm. so but yeah and then silently critique you sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's like scott sucks right oh we, i've said this before the podcast i'm gonna tell you because we had it we had this come up we did a uh cover of tennessee whiskey and yeah. we did it on like facebook right facebook live or whatever we did it and my my uh, singer at the time alan's like yeah we're gonna do this chris stapleton song it's tennessee whiskey and i know it's not stapleton 
you know, but people think of Stapleton as the guy, you know, because he's he made it popular again. He took that. Yeah, he, he, made it, he made it a little different tune and stuff, but it wasn't his first for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and this guy's like, oh, it's not, it's not Stapleton. It's George Jones, friend. I'm like, actually, it's David Allen Coe. <laughs> George <laughs> Jones. Let's go way back. Let's go way back. <laughs> that's that's uh, what Dean Dillon wrote it. Come on now. Right, right. He said, I don't care. Just play the song, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like that Morgan Wallen song that um, uh, it was a Jason Isabel song, uh, Cover Me Up. Mm-hmm. So Jason Isabel was the songwriter, and everybody knows it as the Morgan Wallen song, which it wouldn't have been as popular as it is now without Morgan Wallen. So he he played a great part in it. Um, but I, I usually always shout out Jason Isabel as the songwriter when we do it. Yeah. Um, and Morgan Wallen for making it making it big, you know. They they d- both did their part. So. See, we covered that one, but I didn't know Morgan Wallen did it. I only only know the Jason Isbell version. <laughs> so, yeah, see, that's me. I, I knew it as Jason Isbell song, and then Morgan Wallen released it. Everybody knows it as Morgan Wallen around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no no clue who Jason Isbell is, you know. And so I always I always shout out Jason Isbell when we play it because a lot of people don't know that. So. Not that they care. They're just drinking and having a good time. Right. Songwriters <laughs> care. I mean, that's we have to say it. We we have to. Oh, no, it's because as a songwriter, we know we're going to be put in the back. Usually you're not going to know who the songwriter is. Yeah. I mean, you just you're not. You know who the artist is and you, they're always going to be associated with that song. That's the business, the yeah. way it works. And that's OK. As long as I get paid, I really don't care. Right. Right. And that's that's me. I, I just that, that's the way I feel about it. That's why I feel obligated to shout out the the original songwriter, you know, uh, great songwriter, Jason Isabel, you know? Yeah. I, I heard his new song. We're going to try to do it. The uh, hurricanes and hand grenades. I love oh yeah. That, I love that song. <laughs> That's going to be good, man. I'd like we're, to hear that. Yep. We're going to try. And I may get you, I may ask for you when we go into the studio with, with our stuff, I may call you, have you do a banjo part or something to one of the songs. I'd be honored, man. We come down and hang out for five days, man. <laughs> <laughs> drink for six <laughs> yeah yeah there you go uh but uh yeah i'd be just holler at me man i'd be honored absolutely um you mentioned your podcast and you said it's the world it's the okayest podcast is what it's called yeah okay so conspiracy I, I i love stuff like this conspiracy theories and and i've always thrown my, my wife because she works for the sheriff's office in military and we always tease that big brothers listening so what is your take on it? Because I know when not like you're on Facebook or something and I know they're always watching because as soon as you watch something, you'll get an ad the next minute. Right. So you did on TV yeah. too. I've seen it on TV. Now, do you think that they're listening through your TVs and stuff? I think, uh, well, this is one of the things like I, I, uh, I think about it logically. And I think that a lot of things, a lot of people was like when, People was getting the vaccine and stuff, thought that they was putting a chip in them to track them. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's so ridiculous because you you already willingly carry around a tracker in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, why do they need to put something in you? You mm-hmm. know, um, I think they I don't know about the TVs and such. I, I think that Alexa, they have to listen to you in order to know if you say Alexa. Right. And um, 
so and just like on here like i'm not gonna say it because my phone will blow up <laughs> but like when you say like uh you know google on here mm-hmm. or whatever and it comes up right they have to continually listen for that to be able to come up automatically right? right so they're listening now whether or not they're archiving what you're saying i'm not sure but i do know that everything you search online everything that you type in your messages everything that like on messenger on text mm-hmm. i'm talking everything everything you type is 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 filtered through so they can give you ad specific um advertisements Yep. to your needs and like I, I know for a fact that's what they do everything you type everything right. and and you know more than likely what they they listen to you as well so it's all connected right. they know everything about you if they need you know they know everything well you mentioned you mentioned google it's funny you said that i wrote a song called hey google and i did it for two reasons first reason is i wanted to see how many phones i could make go off when i'm playing it you're a monster bro you're a monster that's terrible everybody's phone's going crazy man my phone just did it (laughs) (laughs) and then too it was really cool the idea it started flowing like this is really cool because the idea was like the song is like everybody searches google for everything yeah so I was like, all right, I'm gonna write a song. What, how do you search? What if somebody has a broken heart? How do you find a cure for a broken heart on Google? And that's where the song went in that direction. But that's I, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah. like, have you, have you released it or like- not yet? I've, 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 I've got it. Me playing. Um, I don't know if it's on here. If I got it on my computer or not, I might hang on. I think TikTok would be, uh, you ought to, you ought to get on TikTok. We, we got to follow each other on TikTok or something, but TikTok would love that too. Um, can you imagine that song coming on and everybody's phone's going crazy? It'd be all over the news, man. It's like this new song is wreaking havoc across the nation. Right. <laughs> I I do have a rough version on my on my iTunes. I'll play it for you at the end so you can hear it. Okay. Right. I do want to. I do want to get. I'm going to record. Um, right now I'm doing the stuff for the band, but I do songwriter stuff too. And I'm I got it in my mind to do a greatest hits album, and I'm just going to be called the greatest yeah. hits you've never heard. There you it's, go. That's this cool, is going to be my songs because, like, if, if I had a soundtrack, it's funny. I'm a soundtrack of my life. I always ask people this question: What's your soundtrack? Mine is the greatest hits you've never heard. They're all my songs. <laughs> there you go. It's just uh, if I had a soundtrack of my life, it would just be me crying for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Here in my beer, on vinyl, on vinyl. On vinyl. There you go. <laughs> Now, do you guys have vinyl? You mentioned vinyl because that's one of those things that people do. Do you have vinyls for your? We do. Do you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where, where did you get yours done? Because I'm gonna look into that when when my my album's done. I'd I'd have to get back on me uh, to you on that because at the time we went through a uh, 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 the guy that kind of financed our album. Okay. I'd have to get up with him and see um, which exactly. I know that they told us, but I forgot who it was through i know it's expensive we just yeah. got like a hundred of them but it was like it was very expensive yeah because i mean i've got vinyls in there um i just posted on facebook I, my mother uh passed away like last february and so i'm mm. going through all of her records and she's got records in there of livia newton john the beatles led zeppelin elvis wow. ray charles um who else she has um 
logging to Messina. I mean, there's so much in there. And I'm like, wow, I'll never have room for this. I got to sell them. So I've, as soon as I posted it, I had somebody buy Fats Domino, Black Orchestra. Um, and then like there was um, Alabama. There's a couple of Alabama ones that got taken. Our albums, wait, like we got CDs and CDs don't sell anymore. Um, in my opinion, too. but I know, but it's like they buy more off online than, than the CDs. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the hard way and our album, our uh, vinyls are almost all the way gone. Like they sold way better. seems like, and then being way more expensive, right. you know, um, people just like it as more of a collectible and it's, um, it's more intentional too. When you go to listen to a song, it's not like you just, Hey Google, Hey Google play this, mm -hmm. you know? It's like it's more of an intentional thing. You get it out of the, you know, the the wrapper, whatever, put it on there. It's more of a an intentional thing. And then it always has that like um, static, mm -hmm. crackling thing, kind of like a fire. It's so relaxing, man. Yeah. In my opinion, I love it. It's nothing like vinyl. Yeah, I want to do one for the for the band this time because this this last album we're gonna do is is probably gonna it's gonna be the one we push the hardest because it's it's I think it's the coolest the whole and this is the one I actually thought about for a, the, a theme like the other one I didn't it was called one shot I didn't think a theme it's just whatever songs I could get in there this one is yeah. a is a theme it's called bad for me it's gonna be the album because we do cool. we do heathen music more than anything I says blues it's, it's southern rock <laughs> my voice Love is it. growly so it's gonna be yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't have the smooth butter voice that you have. My voice is more like the when you go and you make a smoothie and you turn on the blender. That's my voice. <laughs> hey man, it's all good. Little little raspiness, man. It's not. Uh, uh, if it was just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to hear you now, man. I'll let you send me some stuff. Yeah, well, I'll let you hear some of that stuff later. Absolutely. Um, let's do another one of your songs. So which okay. one, which one you, did you want to do? Music man, you got another one you want to do? Yeah, we do Music Man or um, yeah, Music Man's fine. Uh, our probably most raspy hardcore song is uh, "City in the City." Okay. Um, but whichever one you want to pick between those, uh, I didn't, I didn't write much in in that "City in the City" song. It was uh, Lodge that wrote that and his dad. Um, I wrote a few things and switched some things up, but the Music Man, I wrote half of it. So okay. Well, we'll see music, man. I'm talking to you. Elijah's not here. He should have came on. That that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, he's he's uh he, he's probably off gambling or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so let me share the screen here, and you should be able. Now to this see. music, man. We have we have actually been in the studio, and we'll be releasing that. You know, like I said, probably first next year with a bunch of other ones. Okay. Yeah, this one is I think the live version that Larry sent to me. Yeah, which is really good. I thought we it turned out really, really good. Eldon Huff and Andrew, um, I forget his last name, um, worked on that sound on that. So, okay. And what's the story behind Music Man? Um, basically, uh, the story behind Music Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Um, because uh, it's basically the life we live as a musician. I'm sure you can relate to it. But, you know, it's hard to, you know, have a relationship with anyone or, or have anything going on, especially if you're on the road all the time, you know, and singing and, and playing music. And it, it basically speaks for itself. But it's basically it's basically just the story of what what the people that play music, they, you know, some a piece of it anyway. So, all right. 
Well, I'm going to mute us and play it. Just let me know when you hear it. Sounds good. Are you 
that that I love that when I heard it the first time. I, that's the one that I heard that I really loved, and it's a couple things on the. I, I always give notes. Like one is even as long as that song is, this is how I judge if it's good. It doesn't feel long at all. You could continue to play, right. at, and I would still be sitting here swaying and, and listening to it. I just yeah. I love I love the feel, and. If you were here in Georgia or, or somewhere and I was playing and I had you come onto the show, what I normally do is you get to play live. And the fact yeah. that that was live and that's how you sound, brother, you guys have a great sound live. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, that was a, that was a great night, man, from that live recording. Um, that was a good night <laughs> for sure. Where, where are you guys at? Uh, a little place called Tipsy Cow uh, Bar. I love and, that uh, name. <laughs> tipsy cow bar in georgetown kentucky that was fun that that was that was a great song music music man and yeah i, I can relate to it. it reminded me like i always ask people you know how they get started a lot of people get started musically in the church me that's not how i did it was always the bars or always the drunks that's just where i grew up that's where i i felt welcomed and that reminded yeah. me of, of that and I, I i love that song i can't wait to yeah. you guys get it done I appreciate it, man. It's a it's a good one. I like it. Y'all could release the live version if you wanted to on on uh, the platform. Yeah, now. We, we've got like most of our originals. Uh, like I said, Hippie Green. It's a newer one. Um, all that stuff. We we were thinking about releasing that whole thing as a live album, live at Tipsy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and now I do got those. The one that uh. I guess it was Larry that sent to me. He sent me, um, I'll play it on, I played music man on, um, the new music Monday. I'll play hippie green eyes and still on steel. They'll get rotated into. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. So that I love it, brother. So before we, we'll do like a little 20 question game kind of here too. But before we do that, tell everybody where they can find you all your social media, all that stuff. Uh, just, uh, we got a website, eight days, sober music.com. And that's kind of a hub. You can go to our Instagram or Facebook from there, uh, or YouTube. Um, you can buy merch. Uh, you can contact for booking, all, all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so eight days, uh, eight days sober music. That's D A Z E uh, dot com. And then, of course, our Facebook is is probably our biggest, um, where most of our fans are is on, on Facebook. We got like 8,000 or something so far. Um, so you can look us up on Facebook or over at your mom's house. She'd be listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I know we had a little last time my computer messed up and I don't think you could make it. I think it, it worked out perfect. <laughs> sweet, sweet. So thank you for coming on the show. First of all, thank you very much. And I'll send you, me send that stuff to you. Uh, to the email to Larry that I sent to. Uh, yeah, you can, or um, yeah, you could do that because I've got your email. I think because okay. he sent it to me, so I can send you an email, so you'll have my direct email as well. You can That's send fine. me that song, mm-hmm. and that way it it um won't be as much back and forth and all that stuff. I, I think you. he's doing something right now too, so I don't want to bother him. So. Okay. Yeah, uh, and you can send me a list of all those uh, songwriters, and if, if they're from, if they're not from Kentucky, they're somewhere else. Just tell me where they're from, so when I do the, do that, I'll know where what state to put them in. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. I'll definitely do that. But I'll send that, uh, that email to you. That way, you'll know 
Hey, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we've talked for about an hour or so, so I've got to meet you. Um, I'm glad I got to meet you. It's been fun. What we know about your music part and you play and what you do for, for other people, but what's a hidden talent of Justin that we don't know about? Uh, I, I, I paint, draw, um, uh, I ghost hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love ghost hunting. I, I figure conspiracy theorists would want to go ghost hunting. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm into all kinds of crazy stuff. The crazier, the better. I play, a play some, uh, war zone, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know, man. Just I, I'm I, I like I like to do all kinds of stuff. I like to, uh, as far as talent goes, I, you know, uh, not really good at any, any single thing, but I'm good at a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, at a lot of stuff. That song, so, I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, have you been to that sanitarium in Louisville? I haven't. I just hadn't had the 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 opportunity. Um, but I'd love to go. I'd love to go. Cause I've not really, you know, I've got different opinions. I think there's something out there. Um, but as far as what it is, I, I have no, I have no clue, uh, but I think there's something enough. I've done enough to where I, I know there's something there. So me, me and my bassist and a friend of ours went up there. Uh, it's like a hundred bucks and you get to go all night long. Right. So you just stay in and you go from like 11 to, to five or whatever. Um, I'm telling you, we went in there and it freaked me out. And I, I'm not a big believer on stuff. I want to see kind of, I'm like, you got to show me. So That's like, right, yeah. the, the first level is like a hallway. You walk cause pitch black. They don't use lights. Just go down at black. And it, and it feels like somebody's with you. And it's probably your mind working on it. Okay. That's your mind. It's dark. It's you're scared. Um, but we went up and there was this room and we did the whole thing. Is anybody, is there any spirits here? Any ghosts, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff that you do. Didn't answer. We start walking out. And as soon as I walked out, the door slammed behind me. Dude. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd, that's cool, man. That's crazy. You're from Georgia and, or, uh, and hasn't, haven't even, you've come up here, but <laughs> I'm way closer and haven't went yet. Well, you so, probably into the world of Coke. I haven't. And that's here in Georgia. <laughs> right. Uh, well, no, I've not been down there. I've been, I've played several frat parties down there at, uh, uh, Auburn university or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've played down there a lot. Um, that, that's, it gets pretty wild there, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what part of, uh, Georgia you're from though, but yeah, we're from, I'm up in North Georgia. I'm like a Canton Cartersville side of town. We're Northwest. Okay. So I'm like, and I'm right in the middle of Chattanooga and a- Atlanta. So it not close to Greenbow, Alabama. Nope. <laughs> Greenbow, Alabama. That's a great movie. Uh, shoot. Oh man. Um, but yeah, dude, um, that's about, I mean, I, I got a lot of stuff. I, I draw a lot and paint and stuff like that. But that's about all. Uh, I love, I love ghost hunting. I need to get back in it. I haven't done it forever. Yeah. We we're planning on doing it. We, there's a, um, in Milledgeville, we like to go to the insane asylum they have there. And I want to, if they let us even go into it and kind of walk around there's i love that stuff my my wife won't do it she says nope you're not getting me into those places there's no way in hell i'm going she won't yeah. even let a ouija board in the house she's just like no <laughs> yeah see i'm more of a like i, I i'm more logical about things i think a lot of things uh, your the, the mind has a lot of a, its power mm-hmm. i think your, your mind is is what instigates a lot of that you know um but you know 
it, who knows, man, I I'm not an expert <laughs> by no means. Right. Uh, I, that's, that's why I like to dabble in it and see what's going on. I'm a curious feller. So. Yep. I'll, I'll do it too. Um, if you wasn't doing music, what do you think you'd be doing? <laughs> that's a good question. It'd be a sad life, man. It'd be a sad <laughs> life. I, I've met so many great people. I've met so many great people through uh, music and what I've done through music. It's it's hard to imagine life without music. But if I did, I don't know, I'd probably like to travel around some kind of job that travels a lot, I'd say, or some kind of something involving some kind of art or, or, or expression, something like that, like it, whether photography or um, something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mentioned travel. So is there a place like what's your ultimate road trip? Where would you like to go? I like, uh, ancient cultures, man. So like anything with ancient ruins or anything like that, I'm big into history. Um, I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to see Chichen Itza great. I, I mean, I don't know. All kinds of ancient ruins. That's my, I've, my thing. So I've been there to Chichen Itza when, when me and my wife got married, uh, 14 years ago, that was our honeymoon to, to Mexico, to Cancun. Yeah. And, did you do the clap and where it like reverbs like mm -hmm. back to you when you clap next to the pyramid? I did not do that. Uh, my buddy said he was there. He was, it, they showed him how it, it's built perfectly to where it does like a tweet sound when you clap at oh, a certain cool. place. It's super interesting. Uh, the way it's built, but but uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, I'm, please. I'm 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 that way too. I'm the same squirrel going every which way, you know. <laughs> we went. Uh, there was a book called The Ruins, and then they made a movie out of it. I read that before we went to Mexico, and then what I remember going is we went, and I think it was on the same area where Chichen Itza. There was like a a, a big watering hole that you could swim in, and you uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, what what are they called? Uh, 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 they have a name for them, but yeah, that's it's a big sinkhole with, mm -hmm. you know, goes down into the water cave or whatever. So you get to uh, you get to cliff cliff dive, and I did. I jumped, but inside of that inside of there, there's vines, and it says, "Do not touch the vines." And first thing I thought of was that damn book and that movie, The Ruins. It's like, oh crap! Now that's that's real. They're writing real stuff about that. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, that's rough. Uh, that, that, there was a movie that's out called The Ruins. Mm -hmm with the vines that get, get that's, inside of you. And, yep. That's the book. That's the book that I read before we went to Mexico. I got you. So don't touch the vines. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> right. That was so funny. Sonote. Uh, Sonote. <laughs> that's what they're called. Okay. The big <laughs> holes. I just call them watering holes. Yeah. They said that they, you know, I read that they used to like throw their dead or the like sacrifice people that they would throw the dead in that hole and then they got their water out of the same hole like wow. and they did they didn't know that you know that was probably not a good idea but i don't know if i'd have went swimming in that if i'd have heard that story before i went that's i, I look it up it's real I, there's probably bones still at the bottom of that thing oh, um, wow. okay. um I mean, well, you know there is at, at least animals falling in it by mm -hmm. accident you know but yeah, that's what I heard that they would sacrifice people and then throw their bodies in there. But who knows? I have to look that up and show my wife because she wouldn't do it. She would not. She's not a very good swimmer. So I told yeah. her if we did it, I'd have to be at the bottom waiting on her because she she's just not a good swimmer. She'd have to get her life jacket and still jump in, and I'd yeah. have to make sure to help her. Well, <laughs> there you go with me. 
it's easy for me. I'm a big boy, so I basically can be used as a flotation device. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't sink if I wanted to. Right. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I'm not as young as I used to be. I, I float now. Order you get, I float. There you go. <laughs> what are, uh, we talked about like vacation and stuff. So what are three things on your bucket list? Hmm. Well, one of them was traveling. I like to travel, see different places. That's a lot of different bucket lists right there, seeing okay. the different places. It's what I, one of the things I love about uh, music is you get to travel a lot, meet new people. Um, but trying to think, man, I don't know. I need to sit down and figure that out, don't I? <laughs> I just live day by day pretty much. I've, I've a lot of things that I've wanted to do. I've already done, you know, some were better than others and some were better for me than others. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think, I'd have to think about that for a little bit. Like most of them, like I said, is just traveling, seeing places. Right. I'd like to do this before, you know, that's most of it would just be just seeing places and going, seeing and touching ancient ruins that I've heard about, you know, Yeah, there is, I had a, uh, I did an interview with a guy, and uh, his name is Kyle Jordan, and he did he did something that now I want to do as a bucket list. In Boston, apparently the Cheers Bar is an actual bar that people play music at. I didn't know that. Okay. He says, and it's the Pretty same good. bar. Like when you walk in, the whole set and stuff, it looks exactly the same. It's just upstairs that they play music. That's it. He said, and it, and it's a bar. And I'm like, that is, I'm I'm going to play that. That's that's going to be on my bucket list to go play at the Cheers Bar. In Boston. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's be really cool. That sounds awesome. Right. I played uh, at Bluebird and never played at Cheers. There you go. <laughs> I just well, that's cool. Played the Blue, Bluebird, man. We got that in common. Yep. I just want to walk um, in the bar and say, everybody say, Norm. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like to play on the Grand Ole Opry. Um, I, that's one. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to. Um, walk up on the Grand Ole Opry stage and accept the award for the Josie Awards. That's cool. So we got we won um, best duo group of the year. Um, <clears throat> so we did that a couple weeks ago. Was able to walk up on that stage where everybody's played before. So that's close close to it, <laughs> but you know, no cigar. There's a a lady um, that's won Josie Awards. Um, she probably was there. Her name is Jana Jennings. She's from here from Georgia. Uh, Sounds she familiar. Did, uh, she's a young redhead. She, me and her just wrote a song um, that we're actually going to go to the studio here in December and get it recorded. Uh, super talented songwriter. And I mean, I've been writing songs since I was like 15 years old. I'm 45 now. So it's, I write, I still get amazed at some of the, especially when they're younger, you know, cause I was like, I was not that good when I was young. I've gotten better and I still get better. I, I, I try to get better every day, but me and her sat down and wrote, and we talked about a little bit earlier about, you know, how co-writers kind of help you see things different. And she's like, well, I can't do anything about alcohol. I was like, that's fine. I'll take this stuff out because she's young and she's religious. And I get that. That's fine. That helps me scale it back a little bit. Yeah. And then she came up with some melodies for that song. And I was like, that's probably where my, we-. like the storytelling lyrics I'm great at. The melody is where I could always improve. And she came up with a melody on that. I thought it was so cool. And like I said, that that's coming out soon, but she, she was at the Josie awards. She's one of the local. That's cool, man. There's so, um, I, I it surprised me. There was, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was, well, at least a thousand. I don't know. There, I mean, there was a bunch, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of people there. Oh yeah. 
So it's, it's great time. Time. And we celebrated like crazy that night. <laughs> so that's, well, congratulations. Cause that's a, that's a big deal to get up there. Any awards for you get is, is people look for validation on our stuff. We'll do it whether we get it or not, but to actually get the award and get, and get validation for what you do. That's congratulations. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Uh, they played, played her song as we was walking up to the stage too. So they played it over, you know, the speakers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was still on still they played. Um, but that was, it was super cool. It was something else. Like I said, we partied probably a little too hard that night. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one more question for you. Cause I know you're young and was asking for you. So I won't hold you up too longer, too yes, much sir. longer. Um, what's the best advice you ever got? Best advice. Um, Okay. All right. One of the best advice I've ever got um, was a good friend of mine. He's passed on now. He's actually a gospel singer. You know, he played bluegrass too, you know. He said, you can get up there and sing a song and sing it perfect. And if you don't sing the song and you don't feel it, how do you expect them to feel anything as well? So if you sing a song, don't just sing the song, feel the song because you're projecting that, that energy out to the crowd. And if you don't feel that song, they're not going to feel it either. Yeah. So when you sing anything, make sure you feel it, feel, feel it in your heart when you sing it. So that's that, the best advice. I, that, and that's good advice for every songwriter listening and in person, even if it's not related to music, just, you know, just, that's great. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm going to tell you this, man. Mm-hmm. If, uh, you asked who my inspirations was. I said, if I could have the energy of Jack Black, the talent of Jimi Hendrix, and the love of Bob Ross, then I'd be doing okay. <laughs> there you go. I always say that. I don't remember why I didn't remember to say that. But oh, I'll, I'll put it in. I'll put it in. I said, I'm going to edit this some anyway because there's like dead space between when we're listening. Uh, so I'll take it off. And then like I said, of course you listen to this song. I always cut it off. This is just always like, I like listening to music. I'll, I don't ever ask a guest something to do something that I would never do. So I always do that as well. Cool. But, cool. I'll send you all that stuff, man. And, uh, send you an email and, um, uh, but I appreciate you, dude. It's been a good time. Yeah. So. I've, I've had a blast and thank you brothers. I'm going to go eat me some dinner. I know, I know your kids came in. Mine are about to come in. They always usually do. Yeah, she's she's hungry. She's in there. We're going we're going to eat some supper, I reckon. So yep. I got some chili from last I night. Oh, I got to get on at six thirty though. So right. well, I'll let you go, brother. Thank you for coming on. Just email me, and I'll send that stuff to you. I appreciate you, brother. Good to meet you, brother. You too, Justin. All right, see you, man. Bye.